You're listening to the Meet the Farmers podcast with me, your host, Ben Eagle. Please remember to subscribe to the show wherever you are listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 196 of the Meet the Farmers podcast with me, Ben Eagle. Now, with Open Farm Sunday just around the corner, organisers Leaf are still encouraging as many farmers as possible to sign up. Um, The official date for this year's event is Sunday, the 11th of June. But if you're a farmer, why should you consider getting involved? And it should just be said that it doesn't have to be the 11th of June. Uh, to find out, I am joined today by Leaf's Open Farm Sunday manager, Annabelle Shackleton. Always a pleasure to have her on the show. And poultry and arable farmer, Jenny Olds from Cornhill Farm in Cornwall. And this year will be their third Open Farm Sunday event. Annabelle, Jenny, welcome to Meet the Farmers. It's great to have you on. How, how are you both doing? Thank you very much. Brilliant. Yeah, very good. Thank you. We're very happy because the hens are out yesterday so all is well at Cornhill. Oh, absolutely no lots lots of very happy uh lots of very happy poultry farmers at the moment um let's dive straight in with open farm sunday annabelle tell us about this year's plans for the event when you think about open farm sunday it's all those fabulous images of people out on farm enjoying themselves laughing and giggling engaging with farmers and you know what makes the event so special is those farmers. And that's what we're putting centre stage of this year's Leaf Open Farm Sunday. So, you know, restrictions have gone. We're able to get out face to face. So for the last four months, we've been out and about meeting farmers, upskilling them. Farmers can open any day for uh, open their farm any day. But what's brilliant about Leaf Open Farm Sunday is all the support that you get. So we've been running a series of breakfast meetings. We've got lots of uh, training events. We're running Zoom meetings. And then we've got all our usual support that we give farmers. So it's given them lots of different inspiring ideas that they can implement on Open Farm Sunday and uh, resources. We've updated the handbook, you know, so it's just all that behind the scenes work we've been doing and getting ready for this year's Open Farm Sunday, which is just brilliant. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. Uh, how many farmers do you have lined up so far? Um, we're over 155 farms, which is brilliant. So last year we had 251 farms that opened. So um, we're really hoping that we'll get over the 300 mark again. But uh, last year, the majority of farmers uh, registered uh, on the website, farmsunday.org, at the end of April and early May. So we're expecting, a, you know, they're coming in daily and we're expecting a flurry of registration soon. Super. And the focus for this year's event is storytelling and stories. Why and what does that mean for people who will be attending events? Why did you want to have that as the theme? Well, after every Open Farm Sunday, we always um, do a visitor survey and ask visitors, you know, about the events that they've been to. And we ask them, what did they want to find out about at next year's Open Farm Sunday? 
And seriously, the one that was top of the list at 64% was stories about the farm. And that's what people just love, that opportunity to meet farmers, meet people who work in the industry and just hear those farming stories. So, so that's why we've got storytelling at the part. And boy, farmers are brilliant at telling stories and they've got some amazing stories to share as well. So yeah, we're, that, that really is at the heart of what we're doing. But then also wildlife and biodiversity was, was up there in the top five and farming with care for the environment. So we're asking farmers to share their stories about their farm, whichever story they want to share, but then also sharing the stories about the wildlife, the biodiversity, because that's really what the public want to learn about. Well, I'm, I am, it probably goes without saying, I'm absolutely thrilled that, that storytelling is, the, uh, is, is the, the theme for this year. I think it's a great one. And I completely agree. Every farmer has a fantastic story to tell. And I think uh, that will come across loud and clear at this year's event. I mean, Open Farm Sunday, it is, we say it year in, year out, don't we? But it is thankfully really established now. It feels very established in in the calendar. Um, why do you think it continues to be such an important date in terms of public engagement for farmers, but also for the sector generally? Well, because there's just so much interest out there from the public. You know, food is number one of the agenda. It's in the news, it's in the media. People are just keen to learn about where their food comes from. Our relationship with food has changed, but people are just so interested. And yet, you know, we, we've, we've got the financial crisis. We know that the public purchase, well, a lot of the time purchase food on price. But behind that, they do want to be conscious consumers. They do want to know that their farm, uh, that their food is, is, is produced with care for the environment. And they're really keen to learn about sustainable farming and sustainable food production. And it really is up to the industry. It's up to farmers to actually grasp that and actually share their story. Putting on an event, it's up to the farmer to decide how they want to do it. So it can be a very simple farm walk or it can be a more organised and, and, and uh, you know, with a, a lot of things happening at the event. It's down to the farmer how they want to do that. So it does take time. But farmers as an, and as an industry, we really do need to come together and actually find the time to to speak with the public and to engage with them because they're an, an open audience, an open mind. They want to learn and we've got those brilliant stories to tell them. And moving forward, you know, f financial support for farmers is supporting um, the, the public goods and services that farmers deliver. We hear that in the news. But that means nothing to the public, you know, and what better way to actually show them what that is than getting them out onto farm and actually seeing for themselves and engaging all their senses, meeting the farmers and actually finding out about it. And that goodwill and PR is just fantastic. Yeah, I think it makes such a good point as well when it comes to farmers themselves and actually getting getting involved because it doesn't have to be a big thing, does it? I think it's so easy to have this huge vision of of all sorts of stuff happening, um, but it can just be, yeah, just you, you can keep it simple. Or if you want to put on a big event, it can be a big event. So it's there's that flexibility, isn't it? This episode is being supported by our primary sponsor, A Plant Rural. Why did I want to collaborate with A Plan Rural? Well, 
having got to know them, their team shares my passion for giving a voice to farmers, and we are both driven to raise the profile of farming voices to a wider audience, so it seems quite a good fit. Quite frankly, together we will be able to do a lot more. Aplan Rural do a lot of work on social media themselves, sharing farming accounts and farming stories. They have a rural community blog which shares farmers' experiences, and they also support a growing number of initiatives that champion UK farmers, including this podcast. So a big thank you to Aplan Rural for supporting Meet the Farmers. Jenny, let's let's turn across to you. Um First of all, just give us some background to the farm. You're, you're down in beautiful Cornwall. Um, yeah, you're, you must be yeah really happy um, with avian flu restrictions having ended. Tell us about the farm, what you've got going on. Uh, we're about a 500 acre farm and we have a poultry enterprise, arable enterprise, and we do, my husband does a lot of, con- well, quite a lot of contracting as well. So we've got about 13 and a half thousand chickens. So we're, we're a very small poultry farm compared to, you know, most of the other uh, commercial poultry flocks around the UK but we sell now we, we, we cut our ties with supermarkets um, a couple of years ago just just before lockdown and we sell our entire eggs production locally so actually it's, it's quite a lot we're, we're um, selling 12,000 eggs a day roughly when we're all four houses are going and yeah we've, we've got we're um, busy very busy and we, we uh, grow all our own corn on the farm and we mill it ourselves as well so we have our own secret top secret uh chicken food recipe and that's what makes our eggs really tasty we think and so yeah we're, we're that sort of full circle really growing the crops milling them ourselves the chickens the muck goes back into the soil um and yeah we're just very busy doing that yeah i can already tell that you've got a good story to tell for your for your open <laughs> farm sunday event um which will be music to annabelle's ears um so this this will be your third open farm sunday yeah um, but let's go back to the early days why did you want to get involved with it in the first place and, and just tell me a little bit more about your first event um so we've got two children they're six and four and well back then they were two and four and i think we were just starting to sort of realize about more engaging with children um, and how important it was and how much they loved it because uh, farmer pete everyone loves coming down to see farmer pete all the local school children do um, and that was also just the time that we handed our notice to supplying waitrose and so we de- needed to um you know, we, we got brand, branded, rebranded ourselves and had to do a bit more customer engagement, which actually we really enjoy. So we, we, we increased our social media and, and we thought about it in the past. And then we thought, you know what, let's let's have a go at Open Farm Sunday because it'd just be a nice thing to do. All the locals are buying our eggs. It'd be a nice thing to do in return, open up the farm, let them come down and meet the chickens and see where the food comes from. Um, so we did our first one in 2021 and... I had never done anything like that before on the farm. I'd had other events here, but nothing on that kind of scale. Um, and it was just, we just come out of a lockdown. Yeah. And I think everyone was like, oh my God, there's an event. We can go out. It's free. Let's go. <laughs> and um, we used the try booking. I used, I used the try booking, um, which is brilliant, to get a bit of an idea of the numbers because I had no idea if it was going to be 10 or 100. Anyway, um, the numbers kept creeping up and, and we got to, I think, about 600 booked in. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then, and it was a beautiful day the day before, and then it was torrential rain on the day. And I thought, well, no one's going to turn up. That's fine. And the bookings still came in. And I think we had about 400 people on our first um, day, and they just came in their wet weather gear and got wet and loved it. And we really enjoyed it. So we did it again last year. We're, I've just set up the try booking again for this year's event. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I want to talk a little bit about booking and ticketing in a bit, but let's let's just stick with uh, so stick stick with your first uh, first event for a bit. Um, can you sort of remember are there any sort of key moments that you remember, or um, how visitors reacted to things, um, and 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 funniest moment as well? I want to hear that. So I remember lots of children coming, been there like John Deere overalls, and they came little toy tractors, and they're really engaged. Um, and they were just like drowned rats, some of them. Um, but they, they, they just—I was on the gate as they went out, and they everyone had really great big smiles on their faces and said how much they loved it. Um, and we, the, we did tractor trailer rides then as well um, on, on the farm down to our wildlife pond, and there was just this long queue, like people waiting for the bus. And everyone wanted to go on the tractor trailer ride, and they all sat there under their umbrellas. Um, went down to the pond, and it's quite sheltered down there. So did some pond dipping. The Wildlife Trust came and, and helped um, us with a bit of that, which was great. Probably the the thing I'd take from both the both events we've done is we've got a big barley shed, and it's obviously empty at that time of year, not much grain in there. So everyone went in there, and we put just some small bales. We put all of our old pedal tractors and toys, and the children just it was amazing. They, there was a small amount of grain in the corner, so they were all tipping up in the loaders and the trailers and sort of um, going around and all the parents just sat down having tea and coffee and bells and watching children. And it was really, a really lovely community feel before it. And, and everyone was just happy. Everyone's just happy. And the children, it was just nice watching children enjoy play farming. Um, with, and with having the real grain, they just thought was the best thing ever. And, and then they were going in the grain and they were, and they, honestly, you know what child like, and it goes in their pile of grain, a small one. Yep. They come out black. And I thought these parents don't, what they're going <laughs> to, what they're going to be washing off in the shower tonight. We, um, our, my funniest moment was from last year and so the first year we got some pigs just a couple of pigs we found up and we got some someone brought some lambs and we got another chap called Ashley who brought some really cute um, jersey calves so I said oh last year oh, Ashley, I have a couple more jersey calves he goes yeah 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 no problem Jen leave it with me anyway he rocked up at 5 to 11 um, with the cattle box and out comes not two sweet jersey calves I was expecting but two cows and the biggest bull and <laughs> oh my gosh because they're, they're just tied up you know um everyone just walks down past them and I'm like, what have you brought me <laughs> slightly and, stressful and goes, moment oh i was just thinking my risk assessment did not factor for a bull and two cows tied up on the side of the road um and it and and uh, the Her- i think hereford's hereford bull and two jersey cows and my stress levels went very high. Um, I can imagine. But he goes, no, they'll be fine. And they need to practice because I'm taking them to Camborne show next month. So I want them to get used to the public and um, they'll be fine. I've t- tied them up they're fine. And anyway, uh, I was like, fine. I had some great people who were with the animals for the day, very competent. So I was quite relaxed after I got over the shock. And then towards the end of the day, I came back and I saw this massive bull lying down on the grass. And there were four children, two, one with mine, three others others and they were all just literally lying on the bull cuddling it oh, and i'll send you the, the photo amazing. and it's the sweetest picture and this bull, the bull is just like mm, yeah nice <laughs> nice strokes in the sun lying in the sun these four children literally like lying on it and that's that was a really lovely moment to see um so yeah pro- children properly in touch with farming yeah fantastic that's what it's all about let's talk about some of the practicalities um you mentioned ticketing a little bit but uh i wonder jenny if you can just go a little bit more detail about i suppose how you how you went through the process of, of discovering what the right ticketing system was uh what you learned uh, through the process what you what you what you're still learning and what works what what doesn't work 
So ticketing is great. Try booking. We um, open farm Sunday. Let the farm they've got an arrangement and it's free to use. And and I don't think many farmers, if any, charge for people to come in. We certainly don't. And so it's very simple to set up. There's no money involved. Um, you you just set up your event, put a couple of nice pictures in. Um, young open farm Sunday have give you all the, the the good images and even put your own pictures up as well. That they have like a leader photo, um, the lead photo, like the main photo the logo and then you you can you could just do have one event and people book so you get an idea of numbers or because i was just playing around with it i i set mine up into half hour slots so i have a set number i think i have 100 tickets for every half hour and um and then just throughout the day and people just they don't i don't ask for much info just the names and if anyone's under 16 to get an idea of children and adult ratio and then there's a very simple widget just Put that into your website, which is really easy to do. We don't have to do that. Share the link, and um, and that's it. And it's and I've, this year I realised I just replicated last year's event, just changed the dates, and it took me about one well, ten minutes max. Um, Open Farm suddenly have all the risk assessments that you can then adapt for your own use, which is brilliant. And um, they had a really good pack for the first time with some excellent posters, um, like badges for people. Um, what else do you present down about? It's very good, really good resources. Fantastic. Do you, how about the gate banner? Do you use the gate banner to yeah. promote your event? We, yeah. We have a gate banner, um, which we put on by A30. I'm not sure I'll do that this year because I think we're already very, I put it up last night at nine o'clock and by nine o'clock this morning, I had 150 tickets already booked. Wow. So I don't think I need to do that. I'm like, oh, that session sold out already. That was quick. <laughs> um yeah so gate banner and we i like just have to put bunting up you know at the farm entrance and we put bunting around the the tractor the trailers we um and makes just a little calm of the atmosphere really um just you know, makes it a bit special it's just interesting how leaf open farm sunday has changed over the years because you know one of the key parts of the resources is that we have postcards a5 flyers and a4 posters that farmers can overprint their details with and put them up in shops, notice boards, send them out to people. But of course, these days, especially since lockdown, you know, social media is so much more prevalent and, and so many more people are using it that, that you know, we're, we're moving to more digital um, communications. And this year, we've actually supplied more graphics for farmers to use to promote their event. These online ticketing systems and try booking is just fantastic. I know that a couple of our farmers divide the tickets by the age. So you actually have a, 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 the profile of your visitors. So whether or not they're toddlers or, or primary school children or older or adults, and then you actually get a profile who, who's coming, how many, how many children, and you really get a feel for them. And the other thing with the ticketing service is that you can email people. You've got that communication because when they register with you, they give their uh, address details, their email address as well. So in advance of the event, you can send them an email to say perhaps three weeks beforehand, Thank you so much for booking uh, tickets to come to our Open Farm Sunday event. We're really looking forward to see you. We've got X, Y and Z happening and whatever. But you can also say to them, look, you know, we're full. We've already got lots of people coming. If you're no longer planning to come, please make sure that you release those tickets because we've got lots of people on the waiting list wanting to come. So that's good because it's a free event. Some people will book onto an event and then just not turn up. And so by having that yeah. communication with people, you can keep saying to them, look, you are booked to come. We're anticipating you and expecting you to come and please let us know that you don't come. And if you've got livestock, you know, 
Um, Jenny just mentioned the risk assessment, but if you've got livestock and animals, you have to make sure that you have hand washing facilities. You know, when families come to the farm, it is the responsibility of the parents um, for their children at the event. And you can just put that in a really friendly way in an email to everybody to say, look, you know, we're going to allow people to touch animals or we're not going to allow people to touch them. But whatever you do, you know, make sure that if you do touch animals at our event, that you use the hand washing facilities, wash your hands and wash your hands thoroughly before you have food. And, you know, it's as simple as that, but it just really helps with that communication. And you can say to them, look, you know, if you're bringing children, it is your responsibility to um, make sure that keep them in sight at all times and make sure that they're safe. And Annabelle, just a, just a quick comment from you on how you as as the LEAF team work with the farmers. So what support is available either beforehand or on the day? It, there's all sorts of support. We, we've been running these breakfast meetings. We've got some webinars coming up, some Zoom meetings. We've got one on the 25th of April, um, 7 till 9 o'clock, where we're going to be talking about different types of activities that can do to share to share their event, uh, you know, that you can share at your event and how you can help uh, promote your event. And then we've got another one on Tuesday, the 23rd of May. Those are in the evening, seven till nine. We're, and that with the second one, the May one's got lots of top tips. So we, we have got that. We're also at the end of the telephone. You know, I was speaking with four farmers yesterday, answering their questions, going through their event ideas, reassuring them. And we also have our fabulous team of Leaf Open Farm Sunday ambassadors and they're all farmers, people who work in the industry who've run Open Farm Sunday events and they are happy to chat with farmers in their area as well. So we're a whole team of people and I've got to mention Tabitha Salisbury as well. She's part of the team at head office and she does an amazing job and yeah we're all there there to help but as I say if your bag is reading a handbook and going through the detail Everybody gets a copy of the handbook. We've got lots of information on the website, but then we're sending... What we do is we... Every farm that takes part needs to register their event at the website, farmsunday.org. Um, and then we'll send through um, our LOFS updates as well with little snippets of information. And that has links through to us. So whichever way people want to engage with us, we are here to talk through their ideas and actually help them. But... You know, at LEAF, we're a small charity. We've got members all over the world, but we're a small charity. And we, you know, we, we haven't got people that can go out and help every event. But what we can do is suggest to the farmers and give them ideas. You know, Open Farm Sunday started back in 2006. So we know lots of tried and tested ideas of you can get young farmers in to help out. You can get the scouts. You can get neighbouring farmers, rope in all your relatives and make it a lovely community event. So, you know, there's there, there's lots of support out there. And as I say, the Leaf Open Farm Sunday team, we're, we're here to help. Fantastic. Jenny, let's just turn to your event for a bit. Um, what stories are you going to be telling? What, what have you got going on specifically um, at your event this year? Um, we can do everything we did before, which will be people can come into the hen houses, actually meet, meet the hens and see how the hen houses work. They can pack eggs off the belt and they can go into our pack house and grade some eggs on um, mobile grader. And children just love that. I think there's something quite tactile about holding like a nice egg. Yeah, yeah. They they, they will be there. For, you, know, you have to say, right, come on, you need, you've been there for 10 minutes now. You need to move along. <laughs> um, and, they, and, and all the adults, it's amazing how all the adults are as engaged as the children. And they all, and they love going to, into the paddocks. Um, 
and seeing the hens. We do we have quite a lot of cover crops around the paddocks. So we just mow some nice walks around there. You've got lots of wildflowers, like phacelia and borage and, and um, all sorts. We'll do a farm walk. They actually walk out through the farm um, and the tractor, we'll have four tractor taxis again this year because one was not enough. So four tractor taxis going up down to the pond, pond dipping, and then some food, might have a few stalls, and then people come in and, and can see all our grain sheds, see the mill and mix shed, go into look in the sit in the combine, see the tractors. And I think what we might do this year is I'm on the story scene. I think we, we've got some old photos of how the farm was before, you know, when it was a it still is a family farm, you know, we went but in Pete's granddad's day, probably might get some photos so people can see how it was beforehand, um the threshing machine, things like that. And I think we will also put some information maybe about, um, um, people might not always want to do that, but I think people don't, the general public don't realise how much cost and effort it is to, to be a farmer now. And we're going to say, right, have a guess how much this, this tractor's worth. And you know, they might think, oh, I don't know, 20, 30,000. They'd be like, no, no, it's I don't know, 90 or whatever. And it's just to give people a bit of a feel for how expensive it is to farm. You know, what, how much it costs to produce a, a dozen eggs. Um, and we're really keen to give people an opportunity to understand just how involved it is physically, what you do, and financially, um, how it works. We're not going to be putting our gross margins out there, but we will just give them a bit of an idea. Just a little more about our primary sponsor, A Plan Rural. They provide bespoke insurance cover for farms and estates. This could be for anything from tractors and machinery to a new exciting diversification venture. So for more information, visit aplan.co.uk forward slash rural. That's aplan.co.uk forward slash rural. What would you say to a farmer who, I mean, it might be their first year doing Open Farm Sunday, or they might even be considering putting on an event but haven't yet taken the leap what would you say to them i would say don't be scared you've got all the resources um that you will need from lisa open farm sunday definitely use try booking because then you will just be confident yourself that you've got an idea of how many people are coming onto the farm and people are happy to do it and i would also say it's really good to ask your neighboring farmers for help and they will love it they're not doing they i think they love coming and helping and chatting about farming but they probably quite like it that they're not putting on the event themselves. Um, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be scared. I have quite a lot of farming friends who come and help us drive the tractors, act as stewards, um, and our staff are really great in coming and help um, show people how they, how they pack eggs. And other practical things are sinks. I was One of my things was washing hands, like such an, a necessity, but how do I do a hand washing station, station in the middle of the farm? And what we do is we borrow from the horticultural, uh, we've got a learning centre in the village, you can get portable plastic sinks. You just fill up the back with water, press it on the bottom, and then water comes up top and it's just like a sink. Uh, well, it is a sink. You just literally pick it up. And we have a three years dotted around. And also, it don't need to be too complicated because actually children will just love sitting in the combine. But for them, that is a massive treat, whereas we obviously think it's just normal. And they will love any kind of animal. Yeah, don't don't be put off by it. And I, I also think farmers, we have a bit of a duty to educate or give people the opportunity to come and learn about farming because we can all moan about um, prices and people not wanting to pay enough for their food. But actually, that's just you know, it's not their fault. They just don't realise the effort it takes to grow food because there isn't really much on it in schools and you just go to supermarket and supermarkets make it too easy. So we have to help ourselves a bit and get in touch with the public and you can't ask for a better way than that. Fantastic. 
Annabelle, let's go over to you. Um, so, uh, I mean, this episode will be coming out on the twenty fourth of April. So, there's still there's still time, isn't it? There's still time. How do farmers get involved if they are interested in putting on an event? Most definitely. What farmers need to do is go to our website, farmsunday.org, and register their event. And on the website, we have an Open My Farm section with information for farmers. But dotted across the website is the Register My Event. And uh, please go on there, register as soon as possible, and then we will send you the handbook and uh, and then get in touch and actually help you with uh, planning your event moving forward. And I tell you what, we will still have people registering events two weeks, three weeks before Open Farm Sunday. So don't think it's too late. Um, I am going to ask you the final two questions I ask everyone at the end of the show because it's uh, because it's meet the farmers. So, but I'm going to split these up so actually. Um, Annabelle, I'm going to ask you the message for the public. And then, Jenny, I'm going to ask you the message for farmers. So, Annabelle, what is your message to the public? Oh, my message is, you know, please go onto the website, farmsunday.org, and find a farm to visit on the 11th of June. There are some events different happening different weekends, but please... Go take the opportunity and go and meet a farmer and learn about the farming that's happening in your area. It's it's a, such a special event and it really is. It's an opportunity to go out and thank the farmers as well for all the amazing work that they do. So many people love going out into the countryside. They drive through the countryside, but they just you know, don't necessarily know what's going on. And that's the beauty of Leaf Open Farm Sunday is just having that opportunity to get that window into British farming and meet those farmers. So please go and visit a farm, support farmers. Rarely do I think that that question at the end is more relevant than when we do this episode. So yeah, thanks for that. Um, Jenny, your message for farmers. Um, Just don't be scared to do it. And it's really enjoyable. Um, It's a a great, it's a great um, event to do. And you will be so surprised and you'll just feel good afterwards that all of the all of the, the public will be so happy to come onto your farm and the supports there and ask your local farmers. They will come and help you. Fantastic. Well, we will leave it there. But um, massive thank you to my guests today, Annabelle Shackleton and Jenny Olds. Annabelle, Jenny, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a, been a real pleasure and r- real pleasure meeting you, Jenny, as well. Lovely. Thanks so much, Ben. Yeah, thank you so much for your support. No, my pleasure. That is it for today. Uh, If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Next week, we'll be in Cambridgeshire and I'll be speaking to a fascinating grower, Calixta Killender. And on the Rural Business Focus podcast this week, we have another episode from the US and I'm joined by Agri and Rural Business Coach, marketing consultant Ali Robbins. We'll be discussing taking your rural business idea from an idea stage to reality. Thanks again to Annabelle and Jenny for today and to our primary podcast sponsor, A Plan Rural Insurance, for supporting the show. Please see the show notes for more information and for any links mentioned today. For now, though, I'm Ben Eagle. This has been Meet the Farmers. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you have a great week.